everything I tell myself works. That's why I need to check, to put my mind at rest. Checking isn't crazy. Missing the opportunity to check would be crazy. And once I've looked and found nothing, I'll be able to forget about it and accept that it's all in my head. Will you? It shouldn't be too long before I can move. Kit's usually dead to the world within seconds of the light going out. If I count to a hundred... But I can't. Can't make myself focus on something that doesn't interest me. If I could, I'd be able to do the reverse. Banish eleven Bentley Grove from my mind. Will I ever be able to do that? While I wait, I rehearse for the task ahead. What would this bedroom tell me about Kit and me if I didn't know us? Huge bed, cast iron fireplace, identical alcoves on either side of the chimney breast, where our two identical wardrobes stand. Kit likes symmetry. One of his reservations when I proposed buying the biggest bed we could find to replace our ordinary double was that it might not leave room for our matching bedside cabinets. When I said I'd be happy to lose mine, Kit looked at me as if I was an anarchist agitator plotting to demolish his well-ordered world. You can't have a cabinet on one side and not the other, he said. Both ended up going in the end. Having first made me promise not to tell anyone, Kit admitted that, however inconvenient it was to have to lean down and put his book, watch, glasses and mobile phone under the bed, he would find it more irritating to have a bedroom that didn't look right. Are you sure you're a genuine, bona fide heterosexual? I teased him. He grinned. Either I am, or else I'm pretending to be in order to get my Christmas cards written and posted for me every year. I guess you'll never know which is the truth. Floor-length cream silk curtains. Kit wanted a Roman blind, but I overruled him. Silk curtains are something I've wanted since childhood. One of those, as soon as I have a home of my own, pledges I made to myself. And curtains in a bedroom have to pool on the floor... That's my look-right rule. I suppose everybody has at least one, and we all think our own are sensible and other people's completely ridiculous. Above the fireplace, there's a framed tapestry of a red house with a green rectangle around it that's supposed to be the garden. Instead of flowers, the solid colour of the grass is broken up by stitched words. Melrose Cottage, Little Holling, Silsford, in orange and then, in smaller yellow letters beneath, Connie and Kit, 13th July, 2004. But Melrose isn't red, I used to protest before I gave up. It's made of white clunch stone. Do you think Mum was picturing it drenched in blood? Kit and I called our house Melrose for short when we first bought it. Now that we've lived here for years and know it like we know our own faces, we call it Mellor's. What would an impartial observer make of the tapestry? Would they think Kit and I were so stupid that we were in danger of forgetting our names and when we bought our house? That we decided to hang a reminder on the wall? Would they guess that it was a homemade housewarming present from Connie's mother and that Connie thought it was twee and crass and had fought hard to have it exiled to the loft? Kit insisted we put it up, out of loyalty to our home and to mum. 
he said our bedroom was the perfect place, so that then guests wouldn't see it. I don't think he notices it anymore. I do. Every night before I go to sleep, and every morning when I wake up, it depresses me for a whole range of reasons. Someone peering into our bedroom would see none of this, none of the wrangles, none of the compromises. They wouldn't see Kit's missing bedside table, the picture I'd have liked to put above the fireplace if only the hideous red house tapestry weren't there, which proves that looking at a room in someone else's house doesn't tell you anything, and there's no point in my doing what I'm about to do, now that I'm sure Kit's sound asleep. I ought to go to sleep too. As quietly as I can, I fold back my side of the duvet, climb out of bed, and tiptoe to the second bedroom.